Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty. My name is Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director with Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. And our goal is to do that in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the kind of podcast that you can listen to on your way to or from the office and consume everything from start to finish and uh, one session. If you enjoyed the show, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and hit the little bell. If you are uh, listening on iTunes, I'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on there. Um, that really would help us out, so I'd appreciate it if you could do that. Um, the way that we like to run the show is rather than guessing at what it is that you guys want to hear about, we just listen. Um, and you guys can ask us questions, and we will answer them on the show. So if you have a question you want to have us answer, Hit us up on thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. Uh, you can join our referral network for all the people leaving California, thanks to our taxes and uh, all that fun stuff. Um, we'll can, get to more of that in a second. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more <laughs> about that. You can also subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel, the podcast, um, and find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is a two-day deep dive into everything Brian and I have learned over the last six years of creating video together and shortcutting your learning curve from six years into two days. Easy as that. Thewhistleway.com. Dot com. Cool. What are we talking about today? So today is almost, we're filming this obviously, it's not live yet. Um, live it, if you're in our Facebook group. That's true. Which is true. the other thing you can do on thewhistleway.com <laughs> is you can join our Facebook group uh, where you can also ask questions and watch the show live and find out about some of the, the cool stuff we're using before uh, anybody else. So it's been almost a full week since election day. Yeah. Um, it looks like, I don't follow the news all that much, but it looks like as of now, Biden is still the projected winner. We're riding with Biden. <laughs> That's what's going down. Um, and one of the, the, the meetings you held, Kyle, with our uh, Whistle Realty Group team meeting is you talked about taxes and what it would be if, what it, what, what it was two weeks ago, what it would be projected future which made me think, you know, what is what is real estate going to look like now? Let's assume that Biden stays. <laughs> right. There's going to be some legal challenges and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, but let's assume that Biden is our president for the next four years. Roll with it. Um, what does that, what's that going to do for uh, taxes? What's that going to do for people's buying decision? People always like to say, if you've ever made a phone call a couple months leading up to election, they always say, I want to see what's going to happen with the election. So what's going to happen with buy, people buying and selling? Is it going to have any effect on any of our real estate laws that we have to kind of abide by? Yeah. So the good thing, depending on which side of the aisle you stand on, I guess, um, is that there's three parts of the government. There's the House, the Senate, and then the president. And That's the executive branch. Yeah. So the way that this works is that if all three are controlled by one party – they can pretty much pass anything that they want and get anything through. Um, the Democrats still control the House. They did lose a lot of ground in the House. They gave up quite a few seats, but they still control the House. The Senate, um, kind of unique scenario, Georgia, it's all going to come down to Georgia in January. So um, it's going to end up with two runoffs in Georgia that are really going to determine the fate of the Senate. Um, Based on the projections, the Republicans who had control of the Senate going into this were probably going to retain it, but who the hell knows anymore? Um, so depending on what happens in January is going to decide if the 
Republicans take over the or maintain the Senate or if the Democrats take it over. Um, based on the initial reaction and all of that, it's it's more than likely that the Republicans will hold on to the Senate and then Biden has a presidency. So as long as the Republicans have the Senate, it's going to be very difficult for Biden to get a lot of stuff through because uh, it's got to go through the Senate before it gets to him. So I don't know that you're going to see any drastic changes, but that's only for the next two years. And then they do, there's more uh, senators up for re-election in two years from now. So I don't believe you're going to see anything massive change. Um, but if you've looked at Biden's tax plan and, and run it side by side with Trump's tax plan, there's definitely some changes that he wants to make. Okay. But those changes will be very, very difficult um, if the the Democrats don't control the Senate, which I don't believe they will. But again, I don't know. Um, well, and I saw you posted a, a tip for how to help minimize your taxable income. I want to go into that in a little bit. Yeah. So if Biden is elected officially and they take over the Senate officially um, and they definitely have the House, they'll be able to pass anything through. So some of the things that were part of Biden's tax plan, uh, the income tax on the highest earners would jump by almost 3%. So I believe it was 39.6. I think Trump got it down to 37. Uh, Biden want to jump it back up to that 39 number, um, which doesn't affect everybody. That's only for, for really high income earners. And um, what does that mean? A million a year? It's like 400,000. Okay. That's adjusted gross income as well. So um, we just did a meeting on five strategies to minimize your tax liability and there's things like I own enough real estate that I'm able to write hundreds of thousands of dollars a year of income off because of all the rental properties that I own. So you can make $2 million and have a taxable income well under $400,000 if you you know have a good accountant that makes sure that you understand the rules and the laws and you play within them and you can you know cut that down. But they definitely, uh, Biden wants to increase the tax on the, the highest income earners. Um, some of the other things that have been discussed is eliminating the mortgage interest deduction for owning a home, um, which could Ooh. definitely help or hurt. I'm sorry, that could definitely hurt. Um, now, the standard deduction jumped a lot a few years ago um, with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. So um, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but it jumped a lot to where unless you're owning a home that's over like 500 grand, this doesn't necessarily affect you because the standard deduction is so big yeah. that you don't really need you're not going to itemize your deduction if all you own is a house. That's right. Um, so I don't know that it's going to affect a lot of the country. It has zero effect. In higher price point areas, it might have an effect. Like if you own a million-dollar home and you can't write the interest off, that's going to have an effect on you because the amount of interest you're paying on a million-dollar home is going to exceed the standard deduction. So Just buy it in cash. You could. <laughs> Just <laughs> do that. You could, <laughs> and it's not an issue. Um, so that's one of the things that's, um, you know, that's on his list is eliminating that mortgage interest deduction. The, another thing that's on his list is eliminating the 1031 exchange. Ooh, that's uh, a big one. Which is a big one. So if you're not familiar with the 1031 exchange, what that allows you to do is take a piece of investment property, um, and sell it without having to realize a, a gain and pay taxes on the gain on that property. You just have to roll that all of the proceeds over into another property of equal or greater value. And as long as you do that, you defer, not get rid of, you defer the taxes on that. 
Um, and you could do that over and over and over again. He wants and then to put in a that. trust and then die. Well, and that's yeah. So <laughs> there, this is the strategy. This is a fantastic investment strategy. Is you you buy a property and at some point you decide like, oh hey, I'm ready to upgrade. I want to get something bigger. Or maybe you sell off a few small properties and buy one big property or something along those lines. Um, you 1031 into the bigger property. Maybe you do it again and again. You could 1031 five or six times in your lifetime um, without ever having to pay taxes on the gain on all those properties. Now, again, you're not pulling the cash out, whatever it sells for, all, all the proceeds roll into the next property, um, but it does allow you to defer paying the gain. So now you're able to take all those proceeds and buy an even bigger property and then buy an even bigger or property. Or take a bigger property and buy several smaller ones. You could, yeah. yeah. Uh, most people though, as they get older, they want less maintenance. So they sure. go into um, more safer, stable type things as they get older. L- owning you know, 500 units in the hood you're willing to deal with some of that when you're in your twenties and thirties. And <laughs> as you get older, you don't want to have 500 units in the hood, like a nice big, like CVS that just is like corporate back the lease in the hood, anywhere. but yeah. it's, it's gotta be in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you 1031 until you die. And then what happens when you die is that it, there's called a step up basis. And so let's just assume that you rolled into this CVS and it's worth 5 million bucks. Your kids inherit it at a value of 5 million bucks. If they sell it immediately, there's no gain on it and they sell it tax-free. Uh, Biden also wants to get rid of that step-up basis um, so that you couldn't do this 1031 until you die and then give it to your kids and essentially wipe out all those taxes you would have incurred throughout your lifetime. So if you're talking to someone, if you're if you're an agent listening right now and you're talking to someone that wants to do a 1031, they what, what I hear you saying is you should try and get them to do it sooner rather than later. Within the next two years, yeah. Okay, yep. cool. That's what I would recommend for sure. Um, that would be weird. Like if you're gonna die, die now. Like no, but that if you're sounds gonna, bad, huh? But if, <laughs> but you can do 1031 still. You can do all. Nothing has changed. Correct. Right. They've got to be able to get all this stuff through House, Senate, and through the the president. Um, so I don't think any of this stuff's gonna change um, anytime in the next two years. But if we, if the the Senate turns blue in two years and the House stays blue, um, a lot it's of gonna stuff be easier. Could, a lot of this stuff could happen. Um, so it'll be okay. interesting to see over the course of time. Um, but the real question is like, how is this, all of this going to affect our real estate market? Yeah. It's not. Oh. None of it. it well, that was kind of clickbaity title, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> how will it affect, it, it won't. It's Yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've done this for 18 years now. And every time there's an election, everybody freaks out. Yep. Um, oh my gosh, right? We just talked about all these things that he wants to change. Every president has all these things they want to change. Has any of that ever had an immediate impact on things like, right? Today's like the fifth, uh, first official day of Biden being president-elect. What happened to the stock market? It you know shot through the roof. At least it did the last time I looked. Um, now part of that was a COVID vaccine and some other stuff mixed in there. But um, you know, did the real estate market just all of a sudden tank today because now Biden is president-elect? Like it's not going to happen. People are still going to buy and sell homes. Nobody's going to be like, oh, well that guy's a president. I'm not buying a home. Oh, that guy's, you know, Trump's not the president anymore. I'm not going to sell. Like, it's not going to happen. People still move around. Um, and there's nothing has changed. I don't think anything's going to change for the next couple years. Um, and most of the stuff that we talked about, you know, the mortgage interest deduction going away will affect very few people. Um, the 1031 exchange going away will affect very few people, right? Yeah, it's not going to affect you when you're buying a house for your family no. or selling a home. It has no effect on you. Um, the step-up basis, but it, you're not going to not buy a property because the step-up basis goes away. Um, so I, in all honesty, I don't think you're going to see a massive impact 
one way or the other. I think, you know, the market, especially just given where we're at today, there's so little inventory on the market right now. I mean, inventory could triple, you know, at least here in San Diego, and it's yeah. not going to have any effect. Now we'd be at like two months of yeah. inventory. Oh, thank right? God. We're still <laughs> massively reserved. Like, yeah, we're like three weeks of inventory right now. Um, so you could triple it, and you're only at two months. Um, so I don't believe you're going to see much impact at all. Um, if anything, maybe a couple years down the road, if they can take over the Senate and get some more stuff through, I think then maybe there's a little bit of uneasiness about the change. But I don't think there's not going to be any massive change anytime soon. As a result, I don't believe you're going to see much of an impact. I think it's, it's going to be business as usual. Um, I think today the 10-year um, treasury did jump up, and a lot of times mortgage rates are tied to that 10-year treasury. So that's the one thing that I, that I would say to keep an eye on more than anything is to keep an eye on mortgage rates because if there is anything that's going to have an effect on slowing the real estate market down, it's going to be interest rates. Yeah. Um, so that would be, you know, one indicator. Watch the 10-year treasury, which ties into mortgage rates. That's the one thing to follow. Don't follow Tesla. Tesla goes up or down. That doesn't mean real estate's <laughs> going to go up or down. Um, so know, when you say the 10-year treasury. Amazon. Like, don't follow those things. Those are not going to determine what happens to the real estate market. So if you're watching the Dow, if you're watching NASDAQ, like, those aren't going to directly affect mortgage rates where the 10-year treasury is. So you said the 10-year treasury went up, meaning... If there would be an effect in the past, we've seen the mortgage interest rates would go up. Is that correct? It goes up. Yeah, up I mean together. the ten-year treasury went up. So I'm I'm just checking on my phone right now. It went up over sixteen percent today. I mean that's a, a pretty hefty jump. Um, and let me see, just looking at the mortgage charts. Was that the last time it went up? Was ten years ago? Is that why they called it ten-year treasury? No. <laughs> um, so there was a little bit of an uptick in mortgage rates today, but nothing substantial. Just okay. to. Um, I mean, we went from like 2.89 to 2.97. I mean, we're still under three on a 30-year fixed. And I mean, that's near the lowest. It's still the lowest we've been in the last 52 weeks is 2.8. The highest is 4.1. We're still under three. So yeah. we're still super, super low. But if there's any one thing that I'm going to track to, you know, that could affect the market, it's going to be the interest rate. So that's what I would, I would recommend to keep an eye on. So what do you say to those people that, uh, clients or potential clients that, that called and said, or when you call them and you say, oh, I'm going to wait until after the election. What do you say there? All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just call them back. Election's over. Let's go. Yeah. Election's over. Let's go. Um, you, you're ready to do this, right? Like nothing's changed. It looked like Biden got elected. There's no riots. Like nothing crazy's happening. It's all over. Um, you're ready to go. Uh, but there's, there's, there's going to be those people, right? That no matter what, oh, well now I'm waiting for the market's tank. Okay. I'm waiting, you know, for this time. I'm not waiting for the, like, there's going to be the people who are forever waiting and, and I feel bad for them. Um, but nothing, nothing's going to change. So, you know, that is one recommendation, right? If you're watching this right now and you had somebody who's like, oh, I want to wait till the election's over. All right. Hopefully you, you were putting people on a list, maybe tagging them in your CRM, like waiting for election, <laughs> load up your waiting for election list and now call them. Also probably hopefully hashtag Trump 2020 or hashtag Biden 2020. <laughs> hey, aren't you happy or sad about the election results? <laughs> yeah, record a little like Biden with Biden video or something <laughs> like for the people that were for him and the people that were against him. Be like, so yet. I heard you're leaving the country. Uh, are you ready to sell? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All right, guys. Well, hopefully that helps you out a little bit. If you want to look more at their tax plans, 
um, you know, side by side, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'll send over the data that I have um, at Kyle Whistle. You can hit me up on there and I'm happy to send you the, the information that I have as far as Trump's plan and what it is versus what Biden wants. And we'll see where things uh, fall at the end of the day. All right. <laughs> All right. The way we like to finish the show out, guys, is to share something with you we like to refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something that we utilize in our business that either helps us uh, save more time, make more money, or just have more fun. And with that said, Brian, we've done over 100 of these now. Yes. So um, Brian's really reaching today on what he's going to share. Go ahead. I'm curious what yours is. I got a good one today. Mine's decent. So I got these recently. These are dry erase markers. Um, I have a little whiteboard in my office. Um, and the great thing about these dry erase markers is they, on the cap, have a little magnet and a little eraser. So it's literally all in one. I know it's not a great widget. It's like eight bucks, I think. But I actually bought them and I really like them. I'm, I'm the type of person that waits until the dry erase marker goes completely dry before I get a new one. And so having new ones, it's kind of nice and exciting to have whatever. That's what I got. Yeah, dry erase markers. You're done, dude. Get out of here with that crap. You know, it's still better than the neck. <laughs> I can't wait to do a photo shoot. I'm going to use that neck neck thing ASAP. Okay. Whatever. You <laughs> What's yours? All right. The one I got for you, um, this is really for those of you that are running teams within your company. Uh, one of the things that I guarantee you your TCs are telling you about is how bad your agents are at writing up contracts. They're probably constantly telling you about your agents screwing up contracts and missing check boxes and uh, writing in the wrong thing or leaving things blank that should have been filled out. And you know, over the time we've tried to like, hey, let me just make a template for you and I'll send it and you just, I'll export it from my account and you can just import it into your account. Um, it seems so freaking easy, right? It's just like, here you go guys, here's the new template, like just import it. Here's the exact video. Here's the written step-by-step -step instructions. Just go ahead and import it. And uh, I believe we get about a 10% success rate on something that is about a 15-second task. So rather than just beating your head against the wall over and over and over again, one of our core values is be the solution. And being the solution is getting the team version or the broker version of zip forms. So what that allows us to do now, now we can make the template and just with one hit of a button, automatically share the templates for things like purchase agreements and listing agreements and counter offers and all of those things. Um, and they're automatically shared with the entire company. So no longer do we have to export them out of our account and then they have to manually import them into their account. Zip form, Teams account, broker account, whatever one it is. Um, that's going to save us a ton of time. It's going to save us a ton of headache and it's going to help our TCs be more efficient because we're going to be giving them more complete contracts that aren't missing anything. And more complete contracts tends to result in more accepted offers because I know when somebody writes me an offer and it's a hot mess and there's a bunch of shit that's unchecked and, you know, written wrong, the wrong stuff and the blanks and all these things that should have been filled out. I'm taking that into consideration when I'm deciding, you know, which offer that we want to go with when I meet with my seller. So, um, zip form broker account is going to help us out a lot. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Or, I mean, you could get a dry erase marker. Those are cool too. Yeah. But these are like eight bucks. These are, it saved me time. Whatever. Just wait for my next one. It'll be a doozy. <laughs> All cool, right. guys. Well, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today. If you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can go to thewhistleway.com. 
Uh, you can join our Facebook group on there, ask us questions, subscribe to the uh, YouTube channel or the podcast, join our referral network, or find about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which we're going to have to start planning here, Brian, although I, we might get like shut back down again tomorrow. Who knows anymore? Um, we will get a Media Mayor Mastermind event put together because we got a lot of new stuff we want to share with you guys. Um, and I'm, I got a new video idea I want to share with you, Brian, too. So I'm terrified. <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for tuning into the show again if you enjoyed it if you're watching on youtube make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit the little bell so you get notified when we drop a future episode and if you are on itunes make sure to subscribe and give us a little review those things help us out a ton thank you so much for watching this episode of the whistle way podcast see you guys next week